0: Kepperling Preservation Services is a family-owned business based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, dedicated to the preservation of our built architectural history for today's use as well as future generations. Our weekly podcast provides you with expert advice specific to the unique needs of renovating a historic home, educating by sharing our From the Trenches preservation knowledge and our guests' expertise, balancing modern needs while maintaining the historical significance, character, and beauty of your period home. This is Danielle with the Historic Restorations Podcast,
1: and uh, today we have Jay Ryer with us uh, from Quanta Technologies to talk about storm windows and their possibilities uh, for use for retaining your original uh, windows. So uh, thank you, Jay, for, for joining us today on the podcast.
2: I'm glad to be here. Thank you for the invitation, Danielle.
1: You're welcome. Um, so we were talked a little bit before before we, we hit the record button and, and talked about storm windows and the different experiences that we've had. But I'd like to know a little bit more about you. How how did you um, get started in preservation? Or if it's a better question, you know, how did you start your, your business making storm windows so that we can preserve those um, the the original windows
2: so actually i approached it more from the technology perspective um back in earlier in my career i actually ran a fairly large business as part of a chemical company and we produced uh coatings that were used on architectural glass in order to for new construction in order to uh provide energy efficiency to buildings And at that time, we were looking at opportunities to grow the business and had worked on a project with the U.S. Department of Energy to demonstrate that you could engineer a storm window that would provide comparable performance to that of a brand new window. Um, having developed that, it sat on the shelves for several years—quite a few years, in fact—until we decided to start this company to bring that technology to market.
1: Okay. And are the majority of your projects are they new construction, um, old construction, like, or you know preservation? How? What what types of projects do you get involved with?
2: Almost all of our projects are retrofit or existing con- construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, We do have some exceptions. For example, in Wilmington, Delaware, they're they're going to be building a new apartment building that's near a railroad track, and they'll be using the sound reduction benefits of our uh, window technology in conjunction with brand new windows in order to get a, a quiet environment for the apartment. That but, makes sense, yeah. But but in most cases, it's existing buildings, and many of those are either estate properties where a, a residential property would have a very large number of windows, the original windows, the architecture is such that the owner wants to retain those windows, but wants modern-day window performance, or historic properties, uh, both commercial, multifamily, um, and and residential.
1: Very, very interesting. And and yeah, the you do both, you know, public and private buildings. That's very similar to what we do. Um, what? Uh, why do you think that the preservation of our of our historic buildings is important, or or retaining the original windows?
2: well I think windows actually end up being a significant architectural feature of every building
1: they and, are yes and
2: most especially uh, historic buildings and you never really can replicate those to the same degree if you seek to manufacture those from brand new materials
1: right especially if they're if you're trying to do like a, a mass-produced um Replacement window option—you you just can't get the same the same look, and you even oftentimes make the openings smaller and change the the complete appearance of the interior and exterior of the building. So, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, so having having been in this business for some time, I guess I've become somewhat of a a window snob. And <laughs> I find it difficult to see a beautiful uh, historic property where the windows have been replaced by something uh, brand new because I think it really detracts from the, the the features of that of that property
1: right are your storm windows do you, you, do you have interior options or just exterior at this point?
2: We actually have uh, both. We, okay. have, we have three series. We have an exterior series, which is our 500 series, that installs on the exterior. And those can be either fixed or operational. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if it were a property or windows that you wanted fresh air ventilation, uh, ours can open as well. We have an interior series, which is our 600 series, which is a really unique design. It's patented. Uh, in order to achieve a very low air infiltration uh, uh, amount, uh, which is an important part of the performance. Right. How do you
1: seal, then, the edges? I know that we've used some that were like the magnets, but how do you seal your edges?
2: Well, that particular product has a box beam type design uh, on the frame, Mm -hmm. and the frame actually has channels which create insulating barriers between the existing jam and the, uh, storm window system right and in addition to that, it has a compressible seal which is around the perimeter that actually helps to seal even if you have a slightly out of square condition of the original window.
1: Right. Okay.
2: We we also are have just launched our 700 series, which is an architectural series, which is you, incorporates the features of the interior product but on an
1: exterior product, and achieves an even lower profile than our 500 series. And that and that's an exterior. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Very. Yeah. The the low profile is usually what what um our clients are are looking for because they don't they don't want to see it (laughs) so um so you you didn't start out from a preservation um background but you've you've become a preservationist um what do you um what do you wish that you knew when you started that you know now
2: You know, I think, uh, and that was a great segue into the question, I think we originally focused solely on energy, Mm -hmm. and that was a limitation. Right. And as we've had the product in the market and as we've better understood the market, we now offer a product which uh, improves performance, and it's broader than just energy. Right. It's performance in terms of energy, comfort, reducing a problem, for example, condensation associated with temperature, uh, reducing or improving uh, acoustical performance within a room or noise propagation from outside, um, and all of those things that can be done while r- allowing the building owner to retain the original windows.
1: Right. And that. And that's usually what... Um what people want to do is, is, at least from a preservation standpoint, is to retain the windows, but then also get those modern benefits so that, that it is comfortable. And maybe you've already kind of told us, but I was curious as to what your biggest mistake was, but maybe it was focusing on energy rather than preservation to begin?
2: I, I would say so. And I, and I think it just it took, uh, most of my, my experience prior to this has been with very large organizations, um, it just took longer, I think, and has taken longer to really get get the product into the market and get it a- accepted than I thought it would. Right, right. Having said that, what's kind of interesting right now is that we actually have a very nice portfolio of buildings, everything from very large high-rises to single-family uh, historic properties, uh, churches, schools, um, you name it, and I, I often ask myself is was that a necessary step but you know in other words is it necessary to build that portfolio, and could have we uh, done that any faster? And I'm not sure that we could have. I, I mean, right. We,
1: it takes a, it takes a little bit for the market, and and as we were talking about before we started recording, that it's an education process too, because people don't always know what their options are for making their original windows energy efficient, or even you know because they want they just hear that you have to replace and you have to replace, and and there are options for for making it you know just as energy efficient as a replacement window. A, a, exactly. Right, um, right.
2: It, it's always a pleasure when you find someone who is a historic preservationist or who appreciates the historic properties and they find us or find our product and, and, and make a remark like, This is, we've been looking for this. Right, right. <laughs> this is exactly what we need. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. So, what do you see as the biggest uh, preservation challenge? Uh, is it the education component or is there is there something else that you're finding as you learn about this? niche market yourself?
2: I think it probably is the education and it's creating awareness by all of those parties that have interest that there is an option available. Um, the replacement window uh, marketers and manufacturers have done an exceptional job in convincing everybody that that's the only solution right. that's out there. Um, there are very few companies like Quanta that actually have an innovative solution that allows you to retain your windows, our biggest challenge is creating that awareness uh, for people that have interest.
1: Right, right. And I was thinking, too, that that's why we we, ch- we pretty much tell people that we work on buildings that were built before um, the end of World War II. And really, there wasn't a lot of building being done during the Depression or World War II because all the, all the um, resources were going towards... Either there wasn't money to build, or it was big public works projects, or you know the resources are going towards the war. But because after that we did, we got products that could just be installed, and and that's what the replacement window did. And they took that that mass marketing mindset of the fifties and sixties, and they've continued to push and push and push, you know, the the replacement window uh, rather than rather than retaining what what was there. And it does put you into a replacement window cycle because those windows don't last a hundred. Two hundred years, like our original windows
2: do. A- absolutely. In fact, I think that's the biggest shame of it. You've, I mean, there have been several instances where we've encountered people that had beautiful original divided light windows. We're actually looking at a courthouse in Pennsylvania right now that has beautiful mahogany windows uh, that they've, they've been there for seventy-five to a hundred years. Mm-hmm. They will, specced they expect, and will install our interior product. But if they would have been convinced to install a replacement, more likely than not, that would have lasted between fifteen and twenty-five years and had to have been replaced again. Right. Um, so not only is it does it take away architecturally. Um, it, it it as you say puts them into the replacement window cycle.
1: Right, it does. And I thinking about uh, about that. It also changes the way the building works energy wise, especially if you if you're not planning on using centralized um, air conditioning and you want to be able to open your windows. That the buildings were designed to have the windows open so that the the air could flow through. Yeah. And and you're taking that away also. My um, my our our old office none of the windows would open and that was my biggest complaint about that because i we don't live at our house in air conditioning all the time and i love to open the windows and have fresh air and so yeah i would i would be very upset if <laughs> if, if, the, if i got replacement windows so well except The one thing that I do love about replacement windows is my public confession is the Tilton. (laughs) But I just solved that by not cleaning my windows. (laughs) So uh, what trends do you see uh, in preservation? You know, I I would
2: say we see uh, see a lot more enthusiasm. I mean, I I think... There is interest in maintaining business the the, the buildings that are out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's adaptive reuse. I think has become a very interesting trend.
1: Right in um, in development. Exactly.
2: Yeah. A, a. I think it's cost effective. B. Certainly, it's supported or or by using innovative ways to finance, including historic tax credits, whether they be federal or state, uh, provide a very good uh, opportunity from from a financing standpoint. Right. But it really allows a developer to create a very unique building um, that's gonna have that's gonna be that's substantially different than if he would have leveled the, the and built a brand new building that right. would have looked, you know, like like any other building.
1: Right, right. right. And and it, it creates it's reusing what's already there, so it's the ultimate green building too, because you already have all that embodied energy that you're not tearing down to build new and using more resources and everything else. Um, the there's an old. Um, it's probably from the early '80s, probably right after the you know the energy crisis. Um, there's a it's an old preserve the National Trust um, ad and it's a building that looks like a gas can and it tells you how many gallons of gas it takes when you tear down a building you yeah. know in, in a comparison and I, I love that ad I, I when we are posting for um, like Earth Day or, I always pull that up and, and repost it because it's just it it really does show you that the amount of energy to do a new building. Is um, if you're tearing down something that's already there and usable, it doesn't make sense, fiscally or you know environmentally. Yeah, Yeah. you
2: know, there's another aspect. I had a conversation uh, earlier this week with a um, a, a, an engineering company that's working that's doing some ESCO projects, Mm -hmm. and. I was asking them the question with respect to well energy prices are down substantially right. expected to stay down does that make ESCO or, or doing projects that improve energy consumption less attractive and the response was interesting they said absolutely not because you really have to separate energy and the source of energy and let's right. say renewable energy right. and you you really want to think about the economics of the, of those um, renewable energies actually don't compete economically with some of your f- fossil fuels right. at the moment, um, and perhaps at a certain point in time they will. Mm-hmm. But if we are making investments in our building stock in this country, trying to reduce the overall energy consumption, that's a good investment, right. irrespective of what the source of energy is. Right, right. Um, and it, and the other thing that you know, the reduction in demand is actually very attractive because that enables the utilities to either. Or not utilize their lower cost um, production right. energy production in times of peak demand. So the the whole ESCO a- aspect of the market, just in terms of the energy thing, mm-hmm. I think is also a very very interesting driver.
1: It is. It is. Um, and you know, it it makes sense to, you know, right. it's the it's the balancing you know present day needs with with future development. And we we try to take that approach with people. When they're looking at their homes and what they want to do, I'm like, you have to. You're going to live here. You have to be comfortable. You have to, you know, balance what today's needs are, but then don't do anything that's going to hurt the building. So, you know, it's that it's it's the same kind of idea that you have to have like a present day, but also a future and a past, you know, mindset. Yeah.
2: yeah exactly.
1: Yeah. 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 So, um, are there any ways that you keep up with preservation trends? Or is there anything that you that you follow or watch or? read you know not
2: really i mean i try to stay abreast of it as as much as i can and really try to understand what technology is being offered um but that would be that'd probably be the limit yeah yeah
1: well and coming from a technical background that makes sense that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) so um, do you have a favorite resource um for preservation or energy or um any you know anything uh along those lines um that you that you would want to recommend for our listeners?
2: You know what, what we've we've actually worked a lot with the Department of Energy mm-hmm. from an energy and a comfort standpoint. There's there's you know like any like many products, and again I guess this comes back to my technical background. Right. Like many project products, excuse me. There's a lot of technology that's built into it, and the same is the case with with windows. Right. And so we have worked with and used the Department of Energy. We're also working with the EPA, and actually in the process. Of or um, they are in the process of coming up with an Energy Star label for architectural low e storm windows. Oh, that's great! Which should be available yeah. sometime mm-hmm. in 2018. Yeah. Um, so I, I like having those resources, mm-hmm. and I think it helps to give an unbiased, objective view of technologies and how they need to compete.
1: Right, and I know for a brief brief moment in time during the um, the economic downturn, they were actually offering. Um, tax credits for storm windows and then i think that probably the replacement uh window lobby got that removed but <laughs> there, there, was, there was a brief moment where the, that was being offered so the energy star though i think will help that then become more mainstream absolutely so that I'm, I'm excited to hear that um so what makes your storm window different from other storm window companies
2: so i would say number one we focus on performance um we Our product is designed to provide the same performance, in some cases, better performance than what you would get if you replaced your windows. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's designed, uh, from an architectural standpoint, not to be seen. So really, whether it's installed in the interior or the exterior, what you will see and should see is your original window. And we do that in any number of ways. The the you know the the manner the the specific design of the product. We also have a custom color line of colors, which isn't truly custom because it's a siliconized polyester powder coat. Uh-huh. But we've got two hundred and twenty-five colors that we Options, offer. yeah. So that almost at, in any case, a homeowner or building owner can find one of those that's a close enough match that our product, once installed, integrates with
1: the existing. And blends in exactly yeah, instead of those chunky, old, you know, mid-century uh, aluminum that's just the aluminum finish. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so did you want to make an offer or a promotion for, for our audience?
2: Sure. So, you, you know, we use, and it's certainly appropriate, our, our, our website, um, which is www.quantapanel.com. Um, we use that uh, for both our commercial business as well as our residential business. And we actually have the ability on our website to, for consumers who would seek to DIY, to install uh-huh. themselves, to place an order directly.
1: Oh, that's great. Um,
2: so I would uh, offer that if anybody would go to our website and be interested in doing so, um, there's plenty of information there, but if they go to the buyer's guide, that's where the they can construct an order. And if they used a promo code QP one seven zero three, we would be willing to give a ten percent discount um, for a limited time. Right.
1: Very good. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. We um, I will make sure that that gets added to our website also. If you if you didn't have a chance to write that down, uh, so that you can. Um, Uh, take advantage of that offer thank you very much so i know you just gave us your website you can give it to us again though and and how can how can our audience get a hold of you or find out more information um and i don't know um and i know you said that there's a way to order online which is great because that you know that that makes it easy you can decide on a weekend that you want to do this and, and take your measurements and and uh get your order in um,
2: yeah, that probably would be the easiest way. Of course we have um, so we can be reached by phone. Um, and presumably that will be on your link as yes, well. Yes, yes.
1: We'll put all your contact information on our website. But, yeah, just um, – and then it will also be in the transcript too. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, but reaching out to our website and, – and as you get to our website, you'll see that you can follow a, a residential path if it's a single-family home. Okay. You can follow a commercial path or you can follow a buyer's guide, which would help anyone who is interested in – in actually DIY and buying yourself. And often what we do, we're we're, we're perhaps trying to become... I jokingly say the Amazon of the architectural lowe storm window business. Um, we have developed the ability, or, or are developing the ability, if if someone has the interest, we have measurement guides. Often we will uh, FedEx a small sample so so that uh, a customer can see the product before they make their purchasing oh, decision. Yes, um, a system with measurements. They can place the measurements directly on our site, and then we ship direct to their home. So. That's the way that we're really trying to target the direct consumer mm-hmm. in addition to working through contractors and then certainly the commercial business yes. all contract.
1: Yes. Okay, very good. Um, so, well, thank you very much. Is there anything else that you, um, that you wanted to share or that you thought about while we were talking? Um,
2: I, th- I think this is an incredibly interesting space. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am happy that it's evolved me into um, the restoration area. A lot of my prior experience has been in building products, and, um, and this is one area where I think it re- the restoration is really prominent.
1: And, yes. um,
2: and that's exciting. Um, it is. It's a very exciting area.
1: Okay, very good. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast. And uh, we will have all of uh, Jay's information on our website. Uh, and you can go there and find what you need to and link right to his site. Thank you for listening to the Historic Restorations Podcast.